<laughs> I mean, he literally said he's really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Great. We're how could we argue it. that? Yeah, there's no argument. You, you two would find a way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Paul. And I'm Abby, and welcome to Three to Beam Up. Today we're going to be talking about uh, episode 58, The Changeling. Guys, happy Christmas. Four billion life forms died in this episode. How many? <laughs> four, and, and four billion. And four red shirts. Which and maybe... four red shirts. Many red shirts. Sure. So Actually, four I... billion and four people died in this was episode. Was it only four red shirts? Because I feel like I'm at a lost count in the middle. No, no, I think it was. And I mean, are we counting Scotty who did die? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. And five people. Yes, yes. Just because he was resurrected. So yeah. five, four billion, five people died. This so is this actually an Easter episode? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, oh, I haven't considered. I mean, that. listeners, for you, this is not Christmas time, but for us, it is Christmas time. <laughs> so that's hence hence the references to Christmas. We're recording this in mid December, <laughs> but you won't be hearing it until I think like February. So. <laughs> that will be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Groundhog Day, listener. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think I don't think this is all the way to February, but maybe. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not going to be Christmas time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is yet another episode where Kurt gets to talk a computer to death. Um, I, I really I am regretting not putting that on the bingo sheet. Jumping because... the shark on that one a little bit, but yeah, this is a this is a this is a John Meredith Lucas uh, episode. One. Um, was... Who has written some of the worst and and directed well produced some of the worst? But... That checks out. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so the Malorians have been exterminated. We learned this at the beginning. There's the what might be legitimately the best bridge shake of all time. At the beginning, it was very um, extreme. I have I have a note. I have bridge shake, and then in parentheses, I have in all caps extreme. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think this might be the only time that the credits uh, come immediately following a bridge check. I might be wrong on that, but it's, it's definitely struck me. It's a good setup. It's a it very is. No, it is. I, it was start. a compelling start. Like it was a yeah. really like very exciting and like stuff was happening and like I was, and then everything kind of fell apart later. Yeah. And then it just, yeah, yeah it's kind of. <laughs> the beginning though is great. I very much liked it. I, I, everything before the credits is quite good. Yeah. Great, we're all in agreement. So, fantastic. So, listeners, just watch the part before the credits and then, um, and then stop. switch, it's and like then switch, minutes, switch to a different yeah. episode. You can switch to any other episode post-credits and just pretend like this was the front end. Actually, and that will work for actually many yeah, of them. Yeah, just go watch Operation, go, just go watch an Operation Annihilate, and right? That's one of the ones that would work. Post-credits. No, maybe don't watch that one. I, go watch brother, City on the Edge of Forever. Kirk's brother dies before the credits in that one, doesn't he? Uh, maybe. Bill Kirk or whatever. Maybe. Wait, no, that's him. What was his brother's name? Anyway. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so this episode, we have a Star Trek Dalek who is attempting to destroy the world, exterminate, oh, yeah, exterminate. That's, that's, um, that's, uh, that's pretty spot on. I did not, wow. I knew there was something I should be thinking. Yeah. And... <laughs> no, now, you, now you know what it was. Wow, he even has like... When when he yeah it even has like the thing out of it yeah it has like the no it's a it's a a Star Trek Dalek (laughs) like 
Yeah, they it's not even hidden very well. <laughs> yeah, that one was hidden in plain sight. I cannot believe I missed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Dalek episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think we should wow, call we... it instead of Nomad. I think we should call it Dalek for the rest uh, of the time. You're right. They're not even trying because they don't even like exterminate, exterminate to like sterilize, sterilize. Yeah. Like wow. It even has kind of a Dalek-y voice. Like it, it's it's a Dalek. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, it's just a Dalek. Okay, it works for me. <laughs> so so this episode just got better. It did. Go Chelsea. <laughs> Dalek slash Nomad. Um, I. I think we've we've had this prop before. I don't know in what episode or a very similar prop. And I think I said before that I really like him. I like the shiny lights. I do like the little satellite stick out thing. I like it when it hangs down by a string. I like the prop work on this, frankly. And you're yeah. right. The first time he's like hanging down from a string in the uh, the transport room, um, that's a cool effect. And, and certainly ratty. for Trek, like yeah. I could see how. Watching this the first time, people would be like, wow, it's flying. Yeah, um, no, and you, you and they did a good job. As far as a practical effect, it was like, it's not it's not lost. Um, I don't think it's diminished that much by like, no, by I just agree. being like, oh, clearly it's on a string or something, but yeah. fishing line. There's more props too. Those star charts are amazing. Sure. Uh, Uhura's giant triangle stylus is amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they. Their there prop work on this one is not picks. bad. So, not like, bad. solid, like, 8 out of 10. Good job to props. But, um, oh, also, well, okay. Are we ever, we're, I presume we're on to Nomad. Sure. I mean, let's get all the good stuff out of the way first. How about that? Okay. <laughs> there, I, well, there can't also, be that much more left. There's some good, well, okay. I don't know if it's good. But there's some interesting camera angles from uh, I... Nomad's point of view. I agree. I liked the first one. I feel like by the fifth one, I was kind of like, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? <laughs> so I, I too thought it was kind of overdone. But but the like, um, yeah, the cam- camera from Nomad's perspective, it's kind of interesting because you don't often see like a camera perspective from from like the antagonist into it. Sure. And it's it was weird though too. And again, after they do it a few times, you start to pull at those threads and like, what angle is this supposed to be? Because it's not from right. his angle. I'm generally it's like no behind. Way. It's not from its angle. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's from like next to him and behind. So and not the the camera angles, but every actor looked at a different spot on the robot yeah. <laughs> to talk true. to. Yeah. <laughs> like James Doohan would look at like the center of it. Kirk would usually look at like kind of the top of it. Like it, they all chose different like places to look. And I I'm not sure. Not so much. I'm not sure how so I feel about it. <laughs> I like that as. I like that, actually, you know? Because it's confusing. Because it's, yeah, it's not a person. It's not a thing. Yeah. So. Well, there was also another great, not to jump way ahead, but there's another good piece of camera work, I think. And, Abby, I think you'll like this because it's during the mind melt. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Spock, like, initially, like, um, like, starts off on, on our, looking at the TV on our right. And then when he gets, like, kind of the evil thoughts... He switches to the left side yeah, of Nomad, and the camera switches to the left side, and I, I like that too. Like it's it's pretty obvious camera work, but I, I I don't know. It just I just think it's nice. It's like a real obvious like he was becoming Nomad, and like got sucked in with the left sim, like symbolism to yeah. that. Simple is often best. Yeah, we'll come back to the mind meld though. Yeah, we will. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we will. We got a lot to talk about. I have notes. Um, <laughs> any other any other good things? I mean, I'm out of notes. Okay, wait, hold on. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to really. Oh no, Uhura sings. 
She oh yeah, you were singing. Okay, okay yeah. so that's very lovely. Um, wait, 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 and there is there's we'll a little bit her. of bone yes, spot banter. Uh, just a little. It's it's pretty tame, but you know I always appreciate that. And then let let me see, let me see. Oh. Spock and Kirk have a great exchange where after 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 Kirk talks uh, the Dalek to death and and dazzling display of logic and and Kirk is like you didn't think you had me had it in me did you and he goes no <laughs> I did not like I just love that simple he doesn't like expand it's just I, no I did I no. do think yeah the Kirk and Spock throughout is pretty good the the them solving this mystery is pretty good yeah I I. I really don't know that I can say a lot else that's like solidly good, so I think uh, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, to... let, then let's start back. <laughs> there the there might be some like 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 dollops. Yeah, the Uhura like storyline is terrible, but the her performance Ooh. is good. Like Nichelle sure. Nichols does a great performance. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, this is this is a lot of the cast is there, right? The only people okay. not there are Chekhov and. Um... Well, for season two, the only person not here would be Chekhov, right? Yeah, it's Chekhov. yeah everybody yeah. else is there. Yeah. Yeah, Sulu doesn't say a lot, but like, there's no, a there. great scene where Nobad goes past him, and Chekhov's like, or Chekhov, Sulu's like, uh... yeah. <laughs> That's another cool one with the effect, right? Of like, you could tell that they're trying to do interesting stuff with it. So like, they have it fly over the um, yeah. the console. It's like, oh, it's another one of these where like, if you see it moving, you might first presume that it's being like, it, it's moving from underneath or something. Like they've just, like a... You know, Star Wars Sandspeeder or something where they've just yeah erased the wheels. And it's like, oh, when it goes over something, and it's like, oh, cool, that is a good effect. And again, it's not like shocking to us in the 21st century, but um, it is no, a cool but effect. I, on those small TVs at the time, I, you know, if I'd been like a kid or I would think I would have yeah. been like, whoa, like that's really yeah. magic. But it, it does say a lot, right? These like simple practical effects can Are have great. a pretty big payoff, yeah. right? No, cool practical effect, effects so. every day of the week. I love them. Yeah, 100%. They're great. So. So it sounds like we want to move on. To... <laughs> so this this thing attacks them, right? That's okay. how this thing starts, and hits them with the equivalent of what ninety <laughs> photon torpedoes. It's something <laughs> insane. But not only that, guys. It's also moving at warp fifteen. Yeah, warp fifteen. <laughs> Which um, okay, like <laughs> yeah, this is definitely one of those where, like, again, this is. I was going to look up who wrote it, but he put his name next to the title, which does not happen much. I think it speaks to him. <laughs> But um, John Meredith Lucas often has these, like, I, I don't think he understands track, is looking at the list of things he did. But, yeah, uh, yeah. 90 photon torpedoes is like, show me anything in track that has withstood yeah. 90 photon. And then Enterprise is like, blown up. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then Spock's like, yeah, shields are holding. It seems like we could only take maybe three more of those. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you could take 270 direct photon, photon torpedo, torpedo hits. hits. <laughs> and then, and then not, you won't be destroyed at that point. Then no, your shields will be just, down. Your shields will be down. <laughs> it's like, wow. Wow. Yes. Um, when regularly in other battle scenes, like a single like one or two twice, photon torpedoes. And they're like, oh, no. Just Shields like are down at 20%. Shields are down. We lost life support. Yeah. Like. <laughs> On deck seven. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a bunch of science mumbo jumbo at several points. Um, yeah. More than usual. And more worse than usual. Than usual. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I, I agree yes. with you. Um, so, okay. So. Nomad gets on board. He uh, are, are we there yet? After they, well, they convince him to get on board, they try to shoot 
it too. They did, and, and that didn't work. And they were like super shocked that their one shot didn't destroy it. They were like, <laughs> oh, "We we just withstood nine two hundred and seventy photon torpedoes, but our one shot how could it not have destroyed it? How could anything stand up to that?" Um, but yes, then they well then they start talking to it. Right, they get a signal. That part's not bad. No, that, that part isn't bad, like, and like they're like it's binary. Well, do the translate. Like, and blah, 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 blah. No, I really did like that part because it's Yuhara almost never gets to show yeah. off that she's like whatever, like really a PhD. smart and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or or like whatever she is in, officer, in yeah, linguistics yeah. or or like codes or whatever you know, and she yep. actually gets to show that off here, and I was like, this is gonna be good, <laughs> right? That's what I thought. Um, it's not it, bad. It's, it's not bad. that part's not bad either. See, that's another good thing we can say. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> no, I think anytime her, her and Spock get to like have interplay, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when they're like problem solving. Um, yeah, and like you said, her does not get enough time in most episodes. And no, and she gets a lot here, but a lot of it's just problematic. Because I'm yeah, sure a lot we'll, of we'll get yeah, to we'll it. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> so okay, so Nomad gets on the ship and decides that Kirk is its mother. Mm. Yes, yeah. it contains so, no parasitical <laughs> beings. <laughs> So what saves them is Kirk's last name. Yeah, which yeah, is a so, roll, huh? roll, um, roll lucky. <laughs> it's very convenient. It's very, very convenient. convenient. I mean, if that's the, if that's the suspension of disbelief, like I take that. I mean, Kirk yeah. is a fairly common name. Uh, so, like I've I've met some Kirks in life. Well, I have a first too, actually. Name, yeah. Oh no, I've met some last name Kirks. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah. I've met last name Kirks. Yeah. Um, so, um, but so okay, I'm I'm okay with that too. Um, then they like tour the ship and they check out that amazing star chart. It tells Spock his data is insufficient, which is just rude. <laughs> Don't appreciate. Yeah, it. he's got a lot of weird lines that he says over and over again. The biological um, infestations, eliminating them. Yeah, amongst. Um, although others. you know what, it pegs bones real well because it just says it functions irrationally. Yes, oh man. <laughs> Bones, I didn't like that. Part. I mean, I, bones. It, it, bones true is not words, written well here. Truer words have never been spoken about bones. I'm sorry. That's just um, listeners. You can't see, but I'm wearing a bones T-shirt right now, and I am very insulted. <laughs> you know it's correct. This one, yes, but yeah. I love him anyways. <laughs> bones is just sort of like occasionally there in scenes, and I don't think bones is written well here. He's no, um, you're you're correct. He, it would have been better to have some like red shirt in saying yeah. his lines because his lines are not specific to him as a character they are just kind of lines he does spot out a bunch of medical mumbo jumbo after scotty dies and i i appreciated that i think it's real good but most of the rest of the time he's there it's like this could have been said by literally anyone yeah and yeah Yeah. (laughs) and when scotty dies he again does not try to save him in the slightest no but he did say he's dead jim and i don't want to hear any arguments from you too (laughs) i mean he literally said (laughs) (laughs) great how could we argue that yeah there's no you you two would find a way (laughs) i don't know (laughs) he literally said the words that he has to say (laughs) good also well i can see abby abby is seething i could see it it's just seething. Uh, whatever, man. With, with her inner age. I don't know. Abby doesn't whatever. seem seething to me. <laughs> I bet right. we're like one off on bingo, though, because there were a lot of cliches. Yeah. Okay. So well, then, we, uh, then we get Nomad into like a place where they don't give him like a security, just some engineer yeah. who's really bad at looking after this thing. Because he's just like, I mean, I guess you're not doing stuff, so I'm going to go do my job, I guess. 
but then yeah. doesn't hear him leave. Yeah. Well, okay, that was such a weird scene. They don't think to guard Nomad. Okay, because they're incompetent. But then, like, that dude is is every single person completely incompetent on that ship. Yeah, at the same time, though, they can't really stop it. No, they but he's... No, no but he doesn't snakes. even, like, warn anybody that he's like, hey, it's leaving? Like... Yeah. Well, he was, he like, doesn't working hear on the it computer leave. or whatever. Yeah, but you don't even hear the swish of the door? Like, I would at least be like, Door Turn fish? around at the swish of the door and yeah. then go out yeah. the door and be and like, then, wait. like, hey, it's leaving. Why is it Good leaving? Point. Like, it, Good point. it's just, I'm sorry. that And that actor at least got a, like, daily raid because he actually had a couple lines. So, like. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> why did why did they pay him for for just yeah. to just kind of stand there? I don't understand. It was weird. And then he didn't. I thought he maybe he'd come back later, like or just get killed later. But no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Lieutenant no. Singh lives to engineer another day. Yeah, good for him. And I mean, then, yeah. unlike several characters in this yeah. episode, but so yeah. then Nomad goes on like a really long walk. Is that how you'd characterize? Well, it goes it goes to the bridge. That's when it, it goes, goes to the, the bridge. bridge because it hears Uhura singing. Yeah. And it's confused yes. because what is music? What is the purpose? Yeah, this is the <laughs> start of where it just gets really. I'm just going to keep doing robot voice. Yes, no, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah me too. Can, you can podcast this whole episode of my voice. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good question of like why the, the natural variation in human speech and cadence and pitch would already be either confusing or normal to it. And singing would not present much more variation in yeah, that I agree. across the across the between people variants of pitch and, and cadence i agree if it so, had been like an, a string orchestra or something yeah. maybe like then you could be like oh yeah what is that that's very different you know yeah. than, than just normal speech but really yeah she and she's only she's kind of like sing-songy too like yeah, she's like, just yeah. kind of singing to herself she's just doing some humming work and, like singing to herself yeah yes yeah. so then it zaps her and well it zaps it takes sky down and then it zaps uhura i think well wasn't it zapping uhura and that's why scotty ran over oh i can't remember yeah and then scotty got zapped while it's happening right and then scotty that's nitpicky right that's it's and then we find out that even the robots of the future are misogynist (laughs) (laughs) so okay can we all right we gotta go there (laughs) i'm going to my sexism that unit is a woman girls a mass of conflicting impulses Oh my god! No, you know no, what, no. robot? You know what, robot? No, no. I have so many feelings. I'm. It just <laughs> yeah. made me so angry. I was like, "What? Why is the robot? Why? Guys, why does the robot?" It says a lot about that that, uh, that oh. creator, right? That yes, the creator it does. Programmed in, like... It super does say a lot about the writer. And I, oh, I have. Well, I meant the no, I meant the creator, but the it creator does also mean nomad. oh, that too. But yeah, yeah. but it I does just... say a lot about the writer too. But yeah. um, sure. No, but the creator must have been like, okay, here's your here's your directive. Go and find life. Oh, also, by the way, here's a whole lot of gender norms. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so right. And guys, can we just have one episode where like women and as like a, an enti- like a species practically are insulted? Like they're like divided off into this like separate category, and then it yeah, just like yeah. disturbing, disturbing shit is said. Boy, maybe that is why. I mean, we we keep gendering this robot, um, even though we have said it many times, and then we keep doing it, and I'm catching myself over and over. But maybe the fact that we're gendering this robot so clearly male over and over is because of how misogynistic it is and how well, easy yeah, it is and to, it's uh, voiced by a dude. Like it's very yeah, obviously voiced yeah, by a dude. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's like just voiced by a computer, right? You're, well, 
The Enterprise computer is Major Barrett, so I mean... Yeah. <laughs> but we don't talk about that computer. We don't gender that computer. I do. I, I call her her sometimes. I, well, I think I sometimes okay, that's call fair. her her as well. <laughs> because Kirk genders the ship, so I yeah. think he genders yeah. the ship. Well, I mean, most ships are gendered female, yeah. which has never made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But... But I, mean, I also don't think, agree. like... If you have, like, an Alexa or something, um, I don't think that we generally gender those. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. There, it, there's a lot of things in it's, there, but it's mm, okay. probably not worth well. So, anyway, Uhura's broken. Scotty's dead. Um, Which is, would Scotty be a nice a, setup. Scotty takes a flip. <laughs> yeah, he Scotty does. He takes a flip. He's was that him, out. or was that a, a stud? I think it's probably a stunt. Uh, it's dude. probably a stunt. Like, oh, I'm gonna say stunt guy. <laughs> <laughs> because he Sorry, does James when he Dewey. lands. When he lands against the wall, he lands face away. Like yeah. face oh, good wall. point. Good point. Yeah. Well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then then Nomad, you know, I can repair the unit. Like so, <laughs> yeah. they take him to sick bay and stuff, and. And then he repairs it, yeah. and Bones gets angry. Bones is super mad about <laughs> Scotty being alive now. So it raises... Okay, so we talk about this, this problem a lot. Well, yeah, because there's a whole lot of things that happen in, like, rapid fire here. We talk a lot about this problem that they have in the 60s, which is, I mean, it's, it's indicative of the era. This problem of, like, distinguishing, distinguishing hardware from software. Um, mm. And they have that here. It's the same problem they have all the time. Like, that Nomad, you know, has this problem. But then they have the opposite problem when they're starting, when they have like Scotty and Uhura, right? They have this, um, and it is, right? It's an antiquated model of it. This like um, 60s view of the human mind as a a sort of empty shell to just be filled, an empty bucket that you just fill with knowledge, um, which is the way they treat Uhura, um, which is much more like a computer, how they should be thinking about the computer. Um, but so opposite how how you should think about the human brain. Um, and they while they treat the computer as like hardware and software interchangeable, they treat the human brain as like hardware and software separate. They're like, oh, the hardware is not damaged. McCoy has a line that is like, her whole brain has been destroyed, but there's no brain damage. Like, <laughs> he has that line. <laughs> and he has had that line like two or three times. Um, and it's like, what are you even saying, so, McCoy? Uh, it's okay. Like her, her, yes, your her brain damage doesn't make any sense. I think we have to presume the only thing that makes sense is that like there was like a temporary, like like uh, like loss of of some some um like abilities and memories, and then it it basically all comes back in full force because obviously what they're saying, like her, re- if like she like has lost everything, then she's like that was murder. Yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> she was she's um, not a person anymore. Like, yeah, it's the it's this distinction of like they're writing it as, oh, um her hardware is not destroyed. Like we just have to reinstall Windows essentially. <laughs> um where the the structure of the the neuronal connections in the brain is the brain, right? That is what holds the information. So like if that's destroyed, that's not they're not just bringing that back. But then they have this like, oh, we could re-educate her. Yeah, and, like, and it only takes scene, like a week. The worst scene, maybe in Trek, that I that we've seen so far, maybe I, maybe this hard track, to say because we saw Mary. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, that's fair. It's it's up there though, right? It's, it's up, there. up there of like her reading a book and like, hey, good job. But wait. and then they're like, oh, well, and also she remembers Swahili, Swahili, but, she but not remember English. English. Well, yeah. and I'm sure. Yeah, I want to talk about the conference story. She always tells about that. But but first, um, 
I was wondering, and I don't know, like, the social history of this, but you know in Peanuts where, like, um, there's the little black kid, and I don't know his name. Franklin. 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 And he's always on, like, the one side of the table, and then the rest of the characters are on the other side of the table, and it was because he was black. And, like, the creator of Charlie Brown had to, uh, like, fight for that. Uh, for to even get Franklin in the in the comic at oh, all, yeah, and then like, that yeah, was yeah. the compromise that he couldn't sit with any of the other characters. And since that's about contemporaneous with this episode, I was wondering if that scene was actually a bigger deal. Like we might have thought of it as so horrible, but I was wondering if it's actually a big deal that Chapel and Uhura are sitting next to each other and like interacting in this relationship like this, like as friends. Do you guys do, do you know anything about that, or do you think that like is this a bigger deal than we th- think, or is this? Like, just question. as horrible as it looks to us. I... I you see what I'm be, saying? Like, that would yeah, actually yeah, make no, this no, a that's lot a good better. Question. Yeah, but it would be a, it would be a long road to walk it to would, get to there. Get there. And, and, well, and it would be... A, it's a little white savory. It is. Like, I agree. So, like, I agree. It's... I don't... That's an interesting read, Chelsea. That's an interesting read. But but I think that if that is the case, and again, I can't be sure it is, then it makes then actually this scene might have kind of been like controversial. And I'm not really sure how we how we can find that out. And in which case it's a lot better and it's not nearly as cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy from our viewpoint now, for sure. Well, and I think there's still problematic stuff as it relates right. to how, just the sciencey parts of it. Oh, like, 100%. What, what's this doesn't make brain. any sense. This no, is, uh, her brainwave makes zero sense. It's gotta yeah. be she just and like, how something... fast she gets right. back to normal yeah, is like, also we'll be we'll be done with college by next week. Yeah. It's like she shouldn't have any memories of the crew, right? She should. Yeah, yeah. she shouldn't know anybody. She shouldn't remember yeah. anything. She should and like Scotty. Scotty, frankly, they. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, he wakes up and he's like, hey, something just at me. But the, McCoy says, like, oh, we have to get his, like, hyperencephaliogram, I think is what he says. Right? <laughs> and it's like, okay, fine. If you're going to have an EEG, uh, like, okay, just put hyper in front of it. And then that, that makes it, that makes it It's sure. a space EEG, guys. No, I was like, okay, then I, I can't con- critique it the way I would with a normal EEG because it's a hyper EEG. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> we all like that <laughs> but presumably it's like oh they have a backup of him and they're that that's what they're saying pretty they're much saying, yeah we have a scotty backup and now we're just going to reinstall scotty into this empty shell that's what they're saying um but then scotty should only have the memories up to that point that that backup is made and also that should that's not how it works so yeah that's um, not how any of this works but that's that's again that's the way they're sort of like mixing humans and computers here in that in that space they're like treating humans like computers and treating computers like humans so i don't know weird stuff yeah no you are a hundred percent correct about that uh like it's gotta be we have to accept that she just got everything back or it doesn't make any sense <laughs> like there was yeah. some, like it, there was some sort of block that they she had yeah. to work through yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, it's but it can't. I mean, it, it the other way cannot be canonic. Well, yeah, canonically, that's what has. To, yeah, this this episode is either non-canon or canonically something has to happen off-screen that right. fixes it. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, in the episode, I think they paint a picture that is completely opposite that. Right, everything they say is opposite. Oh that, yeah, so it's it's sketch balls. And and sketch. We, we've already we've already dwelled on it a ton. I, I think we agree that it's just like <laughs> weird. So. Um, that's, is next yeah, that's a lot the of mind meld? in the middle. 
Yeah. Boy, no, there's there's stuff before that, is right? Is there though? There's not. There's, there's not oh that yeah. All. I mean, there's more McCoy. Like again, McCoy's not written well. He like he he yells at the probe, but the probe is like he was a biological unit that needed repair, and McCoy says like he's not a biological unit. I didn't know if that was supposed to be a slight against Scotty, but uh, yeah. I don't think so. I think you're right. It's just McCoy being written um, with big words that they didn't necessarily really think about. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of notes. So mind meld. How do you mind meld with a robot? How? How do you do it? How do you mind meld with a robot? I mean, Nimoy's acting is amazing as usual. We got to talk about that. And his robot voice is great. Like I. I'm going to toss out there that I think that this is one of Nimoy's weaker performances in a mind meld. Not to say, look, look, look. And I'm not going to say that he does it poorly, but I think that compared to other ones, I think he's able to get into other ones more. And in this one, there's kind of a a glimmer. Yeah, Yeah. I think there's a glimmer in this one of like, what am I doing? That's fair. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll accept it too. <laughs> it's not like the Horda, where you no, you watch great. him with the Horda and it's you amazing. cry. Yeah, amazing. so like that's you what I'm saying. Shed that, tears. That if yeah. you put all of the mind melts in a row, that I think even this though is this one is one, good, it is. it's a weak. I one. think because it's a robot, and you shouldn't because mind melt with a robot. It doesn't make any sense. Yes. Oh and yeah. He's like, yeah. What am I doing? And he still he still makes a scene because absolutely that is a ridiculous scene. Right? It yeah. makes no sense. His no. performance saves it. Even on the ranking of lower performances, it still saves it. I also had Abby. The robot voice is great. Yeah. Amazing. Because it is. It, it is. is. And yeah. I, I also loved him trying to figure out where to put his hands. Did you see that? He was yeah. like... Yeah. Like, yeah, like, because eh. it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense to mind meld with a robot. And I'm sorry. Spock would never mind meld with a robot. Like... It does it's any, a little weird. <laughs> does anybody ever mind meld with data in TNG? I don't think so. Is there so. precedent there? I don't think so, I don't right? Know. I mean, there's not there's a lot of Vulcans. Vulcans. There's really there's not so that many Vulcans, Vulcans in TNG. Yeah. Okay, but like, in Disco, the new Disco, there are robot mind melds. Yeah, that's not canonical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and there's a bunch of I haven't finished the season yet, but I, I well, there's but the, a bunch of them. I think the case could be made more for someone like Data who has um, yeah, humanoid form and a positronic yeah. brain, right? A positronic yeah. brain that is at least... Yeah, I, I am more forgiving of that than this very robot-y Dalek. Like, yeah, I, a Sunian android is different Although I than, guess Daleks yes. do have like creatures inside them. Yeah, Daleks have organic but, stuff in there. Yeah, but, but this is already established early on that, that he does it not does know. not have no, we, we, parasitic well, beings. This is where we learn its backstory. Right, we learned that it's the the plot of the first TOS movie. It was an Earth probe yeah, that got sent out and like crashed yeah, with another with Earth probe, yeah. and now it's like it's it's gotten and confused. It's, yeah, but somehow yeah, it's like very a much itself. it's very much the motion picture, but without the solution at the end. Like correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, and well the solution in the end is kind of correct. In the end, Kirk's like, I have a son setting up the, the next couple movies. Right? Oh. Like, like My son, know. a doctor. <laughs> and his son is a doctor later. Yeah, oh, I yes, mean, that's true. It does contrast <laughs> well with the movie that like, while the ending of the motion picture is not like, perfect. Great. 
it's still so much better than this. Yes. I agree. Uh, this, another that is just like, you, you are, are in error. Yeah. <laughs> so you, how could I you am perfect. This you... I am nomad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, exterminate. That was so true. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's also during the hallway when Sp- Spock has to explain the whole plot of this, right? He has to just, again, it's, it's one of these like, they're telling, not showing, because Spock's just like, oh, here's the things we should have figured out by now. And then Kirk says, oh, um, by the way, the title of the episode, did you get it yet? Because let me explain it. <laughs> let me explain that. <laughs> no, I loved that cliche. I thought that was just, I love it when they hit you on the head with this crap. If it's already a bad yeah. episode, just make it worse. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Ugh. And then it's just such a week, like, I submit that you that you are in error, right? That's the whole, like, three minutes of that. Mm-hmm. Three it's minutes? Per- it felt like an hour. It really did. It, it felt was long. A, but, it was I mean, three long... minutes is a long time. I, I didn't clock it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. it so was a all long things talking it to death. I know. All things in error must be sterilized, and his creation was an error, so Nomad destroys himself. And we've seen this so many times before, although the explosion is great. And so... <laughs> Uh, like like what like Return of the Archons, Ultimate Commuter, I Mud, what little girls are made of. It happens a lot. There's lots of talking yeah, it's, computer stuff. There's so much talking computer stuff. It's also one of these that like since they so the way they get rid of it is they teleport it out into space, right? Yeah, which is and then, and then it, it explodes, right? But it raises a lot of questions when you start to think about, like, they didn't just throw it out an airlock, which they could have done. They transport um, it. They transport it. And it raises this issue of, like, the transporter kills you every time it teleports you, right? Yeah, so why does like, they just not, like, just transport it out of existence? Yeah, so why not just, like, hit it with the teleporter, but only the first half? Well, or, yeah. like, put it in buffer? Because phasers are seemingly ineffective against it. But the teleporter is able to kill it. And they teleported um, it on the ship, so they could have done that the first time. Yeah, the first time they got a hold of it, they could have just been like, and we're, we're going to teleport you onto the ship, cool, and just wide beam spread off into the space, or into a sun, or into or a black whatever. hole. Mm-hmm. Like, there are lots of solutions, you're correct. Yeah, so them not thinking that hard about what the teleporter is, like, they don't teleport cues, for instance. Correct. Um... Because they presumably can't. Um, so that's tricky. And it, it, I don't know, it just starts to poke holes in lots of other places when you do stuff like that. So You're correct. You they could have whipped it out an airlock, correct. you know? Totally could have whipped there it out There were a lot of solutions that did Worked not involve death. talking. Yeah. <laughs> or they could have just been like shut down for diagnostics. Or they could have been like, mm-hmm. yeah. They could have pulled a motion picture and been like, here, this person will... Uh, will interface with you or whatever. I forget how much picture... That's how much picture ends, right? More or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we want to talk about Nichelle Nichols, uh, her her little convention story? Sure. Do you want to say it, Abby? No, well, you can. You brought that. Okay. So, um, yes, uh, this is on Memory Alpha, but I also knew it from talking to people who had uh, seen her at conventions, because it's apparently a, a very well-known story, that Uhura, Nichelle Nichols... Uh, that was her talking uh, in Swahili was um, uh, her idea, uh, the actress's idea, um, because she believed that she would like revert to her first language. And so like her and was it the director, Mark Daniels? 
Yeah, I yeah, the director. The director who didn't agree. Yeah, they they like got in a big fight about it, and um, finally, like uh, uh, Gene, Gene Roddenberry was called in, and yet he agreed with with Michelle, and so like they brought in. Uh, Memory Alpha says a linguist. I'm not. I that's fine. So a linguist <laughs> for someone who knew the language, uh, who to uh, like tell her the the lines of Swahili that are spoken huh. to teach her them. I mean, it's a good story but boy mark daniels is not wrong <laughs> well it's it's the whole thing doesn't make sense so the whole cares? thing doesn't make sense like, so once, yeah, i guess once you're already in that space go for it correct yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, i mean if, were, if it's more of a like you know retrieving memory then it makes correct. more sense if she is remembering Swahili first before English because it was her first language but yeah in, in the just like she's erased completely nothing makes sense right so. that's yeah. why I was saying it's gotta be yeah like there's some sort of like well, I wish it had been like a, thing if it had been like a Kalos or something where like you just kind of go mad for a while or like mm. you're very confused or like mm, yeah exactly you know, you're essentially stunned or that's what I think it um, has to be interpreted yeah. as <laughs> yeah the only way but, it really makes sense yeah but in text of the episode, they say, like, no pearl memories erased. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so like, and that, yeah, it's yeah. awful. But, yeah. It's a weird one. I like the, I mean, obviously the premise, obviously the premise of, like, talk a computer to death is very Trek, but I don't know. <laughs> yes. It, it's, Feels I, like they oh, could do better. Yeah, we're, we, we all agree this is very Trek, I think. <laughs> it's just not very good Trek. And I, I remember even... liking this episode more. I remember liking this episode more. But it's been a while. I think I just think of this as like the high notes. That there's like a probe that comes on and mistakes Kirk for its creator. And they have to solve it, right? Those mm-hmm. high notes make sense. Right. Um, right. And like you said earlier, Chelsea, there's a lot of cliches in here. Like it's very... Oh, yeah. I will be track. surprised if we don't at least come close to bingo. But yeah, once you dig into it, it's like... Hmm. It's not great. No, correct. And I don't even have like very good messages because I think like again we've just seen these themes so many times that like I was got kind of bored like thinking about them. Um, but obviously the fear of mechanization um, and them like taking over and turning on us, um, whatever that means. The fear of like playing God and wiping out all life or or some life or unjustly wiping out life like goes in hand with that. In this case, a machine doing it. Although at other times in Trek, it's people doing it, of course. Um, like the idea of perfection as a concept, um, humans aren't perfect, the machine isn't perfect, uh, but in the end, it's kind of like the imperfection that actually saves us, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, we can like destroy machines and machines can be like out talked to death because like the human mind is superior is, as we know, a huge central theme of TOS. <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about it anymore. And then the last one, I guess, like the idea of legacy that like um like the machine is that the inventor's legacy or like kirk talks about like his child his hypothetical child is his legacy uh, i guess um that's like touched up. i, and I think out. that last one <laughs> i think that last one and and to kind of one of the earlier ones too <clears throat> is is certainly this 60s like if you put yourself in the shoes of the 60s this is where they're starting to put probes in space right not not deep probes right it isn't v'ger um but they're starting to do this, and, and it is a very... The seed of this from a 60s sci-fi standpoint is very interesting of, like, 
hey, when we start sending probes out, right. we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and if they look ahead, um, I forget when they said this probe was launched. Maybe the like early, early 2000s. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so now. if they look ahead <laughs> that, like 50 years, and they're saying, like, we're probably going to be sending things out. And, you know, if we do, it's important to think about what happens to them. Or, like, again, V'ger as a motion picture um, antagonist is a, is a good spin on that. Um, but they're at least thinking the right future forward questions of, hey, these things we send into space are, have consequences. Yeah. So it's an interesting question. Yeah. It's, it's not done well here. It's but... just not done well. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is good fodder for like 60 sci-fi. And, and that mentality, like we send now probes out, you know. All the time. Not yeah. all the time, but like frequently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the 60s we had them. Antagonist or bingo? I forget which comes first. Yeah. Antagonist. And as, as antagonist goes, I don't even know where to start on this one. Well, I, let's start with the other computer. I mean, it's genocidal, so I mean, it's, it's a pretty... world destroyer. It <laughs> yeah, does destroy is. worlds. I'm but, still not quite sure how it does that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it hits it with up to and including 290 photon torpedoes. That's fair. Right? Yeah. 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 Now, that can probably destroy worlds yeah if you're just bombarding campments from space right they talk about this that like uh-oh it figured out where earth is and it's probably going to go to earth next yeah and that's that's the whole arc of like we have to destroy it now it's like it's gonna go to earth and destroy mm-hmm. earth i think um, it would still be under like the doomsday machine though i was gonna say the like, doomsday oh, certain, machine certain. is a good place to start though yeah. because they're actually really similar right and they've done really similar things it is yeah. a good question though too of like Right, Mitchell is at the top of that next list of if, like, Mitchell, oh boy, yeah, this is the trick of we have to think about what it is doing, not necessarily them fighting each other, um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, because it, it's distro- it's killed, I mean, this has to be one of our highest death tolls. Yeah, I'd probably put it below the Doomsday Machine and maybe above the asteroid from the Paradise Syndrome. I think that's, that's exactly where it has to go. I know where yeah. I... Yeah, I. That's exactly yeah. yeah. I'm. T- I, that's where I always thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's so close to the doomsday machine, but yeah, even slightly less. Of, even the premise of like it's it's headed to Earth next. And exactly. If we don't stop it here, like exactly. And but it's a little easier <sighs> to destroy, frankly. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'll buy it. That was easy. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, really I, I was I was really thinking like maybe it's gonna be blah blah blah, but. Yeah. No, we got this. Yeah, that was great. Okay. All right, now let's talk cliches because can I just name them before you name them, Abby? Go for it. All right, there's a ton. Obviously, red shirts die. He's dead, Jim. Uh, Chapel appears. Spock definitely says fascinating. There's a a mind meld. There's uh, the weapons, like they kind they okay they work. So I guess we don't get that one. there's there were a bunch that as I was watching this I was just like wow there is a bunch and I was really happy but I'm not convinced it's a hundred percent enough to give us bingo maybe it's the sheet and I'm sad about that because I do think that maybe we deserved it for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot but there's a lot was there a log one mm. ah perfect <laughs> there are i mean we're missing a lot of things like you know without Chekhov there we're missing all the Chekhov stuff scotty doesn't have problems with the engines mm. no scotty um, does push the engines for all they're got at the beginning oh does he yeah 
Or is that one we need to clarify, Abby? Um, no, because it's it's not on the sheet. So okay. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right, but all right, but if it was on the sheet, yeah, I would argue because he specifically says so, like he dances around the thing. He he's like, yeah, I'm giving yeah. it like all almost everything. <laughs> yeah, like, oh god, just say the thing, Scotty. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess yes. And there's but no I other aliens, that, right? So. There's no like diplomats. There's no Romulans. There's no, no, no that's, I bet it's gonna be like Klingons there's no nerve or something. Pinch. That, they, that gets weapons. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. What are you saying, Chelsea? I you said yes, yes but I, I secretly. But I'll say no then. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, the only thing I have is whether or not we count the like talk about the early 2000s as ancient earth history oh my god i love it i love that read so much that i can't even tell you how much i love it i want yes because you know i love the early 2000s (laughs) to to them it's ancient earth history yeah that's cool i i was i was leaning that way i just wanted to bring it up but otherwise yeah um yeah there's there is a bunch but the sheet just doesn't play along with us so we're like two we're two away two different ways oh what were they what we need uh we needed chekhov we need a shirtless kirk we need a doctor nada we needed Uh. or dilithium crystals so we need Uh. a couple but like there are there is a lot there's bridge shaking there's fascinating uhura uhura sings he's dead jim nurse chapel there's recurring actor um hailing frequencies are open mm-hmm. uh mind meld there's red shirts dying all over the place there's a captain's oh, wow. log so like there's a bunch it's just the sheet didn't play along with us hey so i, I just want to toss one out there if i almost said v'ger if v'ger hadn't killed those four red shirts but had killed scotty and that was it would we have counted that as a red shirt i would have. yeah he's he is where's he does a red die shirt. he super dies and, and he wears a red shirt, shirt. <laughs> I, mean, I would have okay. counted it. I would have okay. counted it. Literally, I, it works. I mean, I think the idea of a red shirt, right, is the is, like yeah, faceless. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. But I would have okay. counted Scotty. That's because... a hypothetical, anyway. So yeah, yeah. I totally would have counted Scotty. All right. I love that question. Let's see where we're going next time. Oh wait, we've got to guess, Abby. I guess the Galileo oh, yeah. Seven. Well, you've been guessing Galileo Seven for a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's just picked one and she's sticking with it until she. I had it. been bouncing around between the Changeling and Space Seed and like uh, Arena, so I'm gonna go with Space Seed again. I'm just gonna stick with Space Seed for a bit. Okay, okay but so, if we're wrong, so Abby, we get to, and... we get a second round. Are we wrong? <laughs> you don't. Well, she hasn't you don't win a, But you, I did pick. Um, oh. But you don't win a prize. You only win a prize. Oh. If you right, win right, a prize. right. Well then, yeah. okay, <laughs> then if we were wrong, but, then I'm gonna go yeah, with Bread both, and Circuses. Both of you are wrong. <laughs> Okay. All right. My second one is going to be Spock's brain. Ooh, yeah. We oh, Chelsea. If you had guessed that first, it would have been correct, <laughs> and you would have gotten a prize. But oh. you didn't, so you don't. Oh. Yeah. We used to guess Spock's brain all the time. I yeah, know. I used to, and not anymore. And yep. So we're season. You don't three, have to read a description one. of Spock's brain. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's yes, my job. <laughs> the crew of the Enterprise pursues a mysterious woman who has abducted Spock's brain. Yes. yes. Yeah, that is the best description that nothing else needs to be said. I am so happy. Guys, we thought there was misogyny in this one. Put, put on your misogyny seatbelt. We thought ready. that they had problems describing the differences between human and computer brains in this one. <laughs> That's right. Actually, this was like a great pairing. We've had this a couple times, and I'm actually really Man, excited we, for this pairing. 
we had joked for like this was the perennial joke of the first maybe thirty episodes, right? That the next one was always going to be Spock's brain, and it was also and it was going to be so bad. And now, but I am, we're I am there. so looking forward. We're to there, friends. <laughs> I am too, because while yes, it is an objectively terrible episode, this is one of the objectively terrible episodes that is fun to watch oh, because yeah, it's 100%. so deeply it's weird. So <laughs> well, so it is, it's one of those where like. They, they just go through the looking glass so hard, mm-hmm. right? Some of these are just Correct. standing there like, hey, we're kind of quasi-doing things. This right. one just does not pull punches. It does not. They, it is. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am so be, happy. It's going to be a trip, friends. All right. So next time, uh, don't forget you can follow us on your social media of choice. Facebook and Instagram are where we hang out the most. Uh, you can email us, info at 3dbmup.com. And next time, join us for the crazy train that is Spock's brain. Keep on trekking.